Brain Buster Boys are brought to you by Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Well, I just figured, well, let's just plan on holding off on if you recall this week, since we've got three shows to talk about. It's already Monday night. We're already okay. late because of Easter and uh, Better Call Saul starts oh, tonight, season six. First, it's been like three years because of yeah. COVID. So and it's yeah. the final season. And so, isn't uh, Cinnabon in that show? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Where he works each, there. He's an employee. Yeah. Or manager. And has kind of begun with the flash forward of him post-Breaking Bad time as a Cinnabon employee in Omaha, Nebraska, which is where my brother used to live. Oh, wow. O- Omaha. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Good morning. It's April 18, 2022, and it's a Monday. Here in L.A., a sunny morning, clear, very still right now, 54 degrees Fahrenheit, around 12 Celsius. Today I woke up wondering why I was thinking about Tom Jones singing What's New Pussycat from the year 1965. This afternoon, It'll be going up to 75 degrees Fahrenheit, around 24 Celsius. And it looks like we're going to be And yes, that means there's a very good chance for some blue skies and golden sunshine all over the way. Buster Boys, episode 62. My name is Brett Jagger, along with Beaumont Rand. What are you doing? Um, podcasting. What about uh, yeah. you? Uh, something close to the same thing, you know. Are you poured coursing? I'm poured coursing, you know. Uh, well, how, did they come, how did they come up with the name podcasting anyways? Like, you know, like why pod is in there? You know, because I, I get know. cast, like broadcast, but why is it pod? Yeah. You know, because pod, pod- Oh, go ahead. Oh, well, well, I guess it's like, I think of plant like peas in a pod, but more I think of like aliens, like cocoon, you know, yeah. like an alien pie, like some sp- yeah, like- something that you shoot out of a spaceship on or yeah, to yeah, escape. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Well, I guess a pod couldn't, you know, like a pea pod, but like a small group of people, I okay. guess. Or um, um, so a group of whales is always called a pod, like a pod mm. of whales, you know, like mm. there's a murder of crows and a sloth of bears and 
all those fun animal groups. Maybe we should do a podcast podcast a pod- <laughs> about <laughs> whales. Like, 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 like the Bishop podcast. Man, or I the don't Star have a- Trek 5, a podcast. Yeah, yeah or, or that one. Well, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't watched Star Trek Picard, so I don't have a Star Trek and Zwan report this week. I've spared myself mercifully. Mm-hmm. Well, we're back. It's uh, Monday, April 18th, the day after Easter. We're a bit late because of Easter and uh, just having a lot of stuff going on this week. But yeah, uh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, he <laughs> is risen yet and, again. And, and, and then there's Passover that's still ongoing. That's right. Yes. Um, my brother's family, his wife is Jewish, so they, they celebrate that as well. So, yeah. yeah, it's a festive time of year, huh? Yeah. Um, did you ever read the book Number of the Stars in School by Lois Lowry? I um, don't she, believe so. Lo- Lois Lowry also wrote The Giver. Did you read that? Okay, yeah, I do yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah. So, so Number of the Stars, like whenever, like in elementary school, you always do a World War II unit. And like mm-hmm. learn about like 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 don't do you like did you all do that in your grade school? Yeah, yeah. So we um we would always do that, and we would have like a book that we would have to read, and in, like eventually in school it got to be like a classic, you know, book like World War Two Holocaust book, like Night by Ely Wiesel. You mm-hmm. know, he won the mm-hmm. um, Nobel. I Prize do remember that. that. But yeah. uh, we wrote this one called um, or we read this one called Number of the Stars by Lois Lowry, uh, the Giver, and here the premise is like there's this girl and she's part of a Jewish family and they're doing Passover. And uh, she's like, why do we do all these customs? Passover is so stupid. So what happens to her? She gets, she gets sent straight back to Auschwitz and she has to like live through that. Yeah. And I'm just like, Holy shit. (laughs) So yeah. Tune into the brain buster boys today to hear about whales, Judaism and concentration camps. (laughs) We, we we can cut that no i think it's great i think yeah. it's great no, I, I i always i always thought that was just like <laughs> like 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 why did they have to go to that measure to teach her about the importance of passover like i remember yeah, there were tough. There, there were rugrats episodes about like hanukkah and passover because i think one of the like tommy pickles or one of their families was jewish or, may, or maybe all of them so like I, I remember learning about all that there and then i read this book i was like man you know damn the Rugrats got to go back in time and be like, you know, the people in the Bible and like acted out. But no, she had a, you know, she didn't get the luxury of that. Great to the Schwitz. Yep. Yeah, that's tough. But yeah. uh yeah, so uh we had I had an if you recall plan today, and I'll just say what it is because it was somewhat topical for a couple reasons, but we're gonna hold off for reasons because it's already Monday night. We got three fucking shows to talk about, but uh for two reasons, we're going to do, and we'll save it for next week or when we can get to it, because if you recall, there was a time when we tried to do, and if you recall, that we never ended up doing. Uh, um, it's because of Greg Goldman, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was uh, the Suzuki-AJ Styles match from the 2014 G1, which the way we recorded it, I remember it sounded as if we'd watched it, but we never had, because right. I think Azar's like, when are you guys going to do that one? It's like, oh, that was just, yeah, we <laughs> so we'll see if we can get to this one and that one at some point but it was uh brett the hitman Hart versus the british bulldog for the intercontinental championship summerslam 1992 wembley stadium and i think london england yeah yeah i think i think wembley is like their national stadium i don't think like manchester united or anything plays in there 
Yeah. So reason for that twofold. One, I remember when a few weeks ago we talked about wrestlers who passed away, British Bulldog being one of them. As oh, well. yeah, yeah. And you said, I've never really seen any of his matches. And that is his best match for sure. And then number two, WWE actually just announced, I guess, like last week that they're running a big stadium show in Cardiff in Wales, mm-hmm. um, which I believe I actually I don't even really know. But I know it's the first time they've done a big stadium show in the UK, maybe since SummerSlam 92. I have no idea, but I know it's been a long time. I didn't look it up. So well, I, I remember I, I you know I was going down a Wikipedia hole this week and I saw AJ Styles. I was on AJ Styles' page. That and I saw nice. that he, he's the only person, I, I think, or may, maybe the first or maybe the only, correct me if I'm you know wrong. Um, I didn't really, you know, sort of put my uh put my money behind one of those answers but uh he was the um the only the the, either the first or the only or both um person to um win the wwe title in an overseas show in a in a non-us show what was what was it uh hang on it was it was uh right on the very front of his wikipedia trying to think yeah what it would have been see if i can beat you to it uh was it one oh, of the Saudi shows? Maybe no, no, it was in Manchester with this. Uh, so he, um, it was his second uh, uh, win for the WWE Championship, um, and it was in a show in Manchester. Styles is recognized by WWE as the first wrestler to win the title outside of North America. Wow, how about that? Was it on? Does it say was it like a Raw or Smack? Because they'll do Raws and whatnot over there. You know, a couple times a year. I feel like. No, I, um, I do I do not know. I guess it said it's 2016. So uh, let's see what uh, let's do 2016. Manchester. I'm, I'm, I'm looking some up. How did you oh, end yeah, up? Yeah, on? yeah it, it's at the November 7th episode of SmackDown. There you go. You defeated Jinder Mahal. Oh yes, yes, that famed uh, title run right there. I've, I yeah. I don't know. It was some sort of wrestling oriented thing, and I just was like, you know, here I am with AJ. You know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's tight. What yeah, was it so, like before last episode when we were doing the oh no it, fantasy it, booking? It, it was like maybe yesterday or oh, two days ago. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's where I was. But uh, but yeah, uh, AJ Styles, November seventh, twenty sixteen, SmackDown. It's tw- um, I see it. It's twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah, I've got it up right now. You're right. SmackDown Live number nine fifty one. Wow, AJ close Styles to a thousand. Defeats- Jinder Mahal in 16 minutes, 22 seconds. Wow. How about that? How about that knowledge? Fucking nugget of knowledge. For yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. What a little detour. And uh, that, and he was already mentioned in our other, if you recall. So, mm-hmm. yeah, how about that? Shit. About that? Well, maybe we'll yeah. have to watch that match, too. Yeah. That'd be <laughs> pretty cool. Maybe next episode is just all, if you recall. Well, and, uh, now that you mentioned British Bulldog, I have seen him fight a match, which was in T-Tit. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I forgot. The warlord, was... the warlord. It was, yeah. it was a real, real kind of dog shitty match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. shit. So uh, yeah, th- that'll be on the horizon at some point. Uh, but yeah, we've got three AEW shows this week that I thought started off pretty strong on Wednesday, and by the time we got to Saturday, uh, it tailed off just a little bit. Yeah, but, you I'd know, agree. Some- some pretty pretty solid stuff diminishing returns i would say yeah yeah a little bit a little bit it's the number two of the belt battle which i know Mm -hmm. uh, we had a fun time uh 
poking fun at the last time, but I guess this time we could call it our own BBB, the Bunk Belt Battle. The Bunk Belt Battle. Well, it, like in my head, I always want to call it Battle of the Bands or the yeah. Battalion. You know, there's like so many other things I want that that I get it confused with. Like it gets lost in the dictionary of my mind a the, little bit. The Belk Bowl. The Belk Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, the no, the Belko that is no more. It's the Duke's Mayo Bowl now. Oh, that's that one. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah, it's the one in Charlotte, the Panther aren't Stadium. Are you a big Are you a big Duke's Mayo guy? Yeah, I've recently switched over to it. Uh, yeah. Recently, it's in the past year, but uh, yeah, you know, I used to be kind of just a Hellman's person, but now I, you know, decided to try it. and It's got good flavor. You know, it's something different. Yeah, I'm not a Mayo boy. I like like Chipotle Mayo, like yeah, shit yeah. like that, but just regular old white ass Mayo. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like, white-ass mayo. <laughs> like, I don't really mess with any pasta salads or chicken you, salads. You or that. Unless you're... <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, anything else you want to delve into before we dive into some AEW? No, Alik, I think we've literally covered every subject that we possibly could. <laughs> except male grooming products get ready to talk products uh beaumont i know you've started your spring cleaning now spring has fully sprung yeah yeah off a springboard um and uh there are global leaders in below the waist grooming uh and you know who they are they're not involved uh any sort of global conflict it's manscaped it's a yes wonderful American yes it is company. yeah yeah the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants is all five supposed to be in the middle is this supposed to be where your, your moxley is or your yuda is you know funny enough uh i heard renee Paquette doing this exact same ad talking about cleaning aisle five in her pants. oh man <laughs> did, she, did, she, did she talk about how it was time to clean out her winter bush and join the other Four million individuals worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB. Talking points, what do we got? Yes, Uh, we've been talking about the, what was it, the Performance Package Performance Package 4.0, which I know you've been using all the wonderful products. Well, I made a dud and didn't put in my sheet to Manscaped in time, and I haven't gotten them yet, yeah. but I know you've been really, really enjoying them. It looks like you're about to take a drink of some hair and body wash yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I've been a bit of a stalwart. Um, you know, I've really been on their shampoo and conditioner uh, okay. and, and, and their body wash uh, lately. Um, I've still know. been using the old ball deodorant, the crop preserver, yes. a ton. I even did use the crop reviver the other day, which I haven't used as much, but I was out we were just messing around in the park and, you know, it gotten a little sweaty and uh, applied yeah. both. So uh, I thought actually thought I was supposed to be having a date, which didn't end up happening. But I was getting all date ready with my uh, my crop preserver and my crop reviver. And I'll tell you what, it was wonderful. Yeah. And I can't wait to wash my beautiful hair and body with uh, those wonderful products as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. I got that charged in my bathroom. Haven't used that. Oh, yeah. Uh, since, oh, yeah. I, since I went bald down there, uh, but, um, but, 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 but I used but, it on my face not too long. Oh, oh, did Actually, you? yeah, just to like kind of tighten, like get a little closer and kind of get some of the like okay. the real small, like on my little mustache here, 
Yeah, I did actually. I've done it to touch up my little face here. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, <laughs> if I had more facial hair, I'd think about that. But speaking of what I did with my facial hair, I did finish all my grooming routine this morning with the Plow 2.0, which has been my baby for this perfect grazer for the finest shave on your face. Because if, uh, yeah, we'll skip that part. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about people doing good shit. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, the start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April, even though we're more than halfway through the month. But Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men ages 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Smell oh so fresh and oh so clean this spring. Tell them one more time how they could take advantage of this great offer to clean up aisle five. Take advantage of us and our sponsor by getting 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code BBB at manscaped.com. It's time to throw your old hygiene habits out to the curb and upgrade your life. You know what? Your balls. Well, thank you. Salute. Go away, Go away Micah. <laughs> yeah, you, he's a bad person. All Elite Wrestling. Here comes the boom. Dynamite, number 132, live from New Orleans, Louisiana, the UNO Lakefront Arena on Wednesday. Dynamite's on Wednesday. April 13th, 2022. Do you ever think Tony Khan, you know how he's bought all these, you know, bought the rights to like uh, the, the Jungle Boy song and uh, you know, the Pixie song and all that yep. uh, for Orange yep. Cassidy? You think he's ever been tempted to, you know, like, get the rights to TNT by, you know, ACDC. I hope so. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I'm glad they've never done it. Cause like, that's like shitty ACDC song. Yeah. You know? Like that would be way too, like, you it know, would that, be way too like gimmicky class. Could you imagine <laughs> if they would have done it? Like when dynamite was on TNT, yeah. Oh, oh man. God. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. How did we never even think about this before? And then yeah. he goes, "Watch me explode!" Into the fireworks in the arena. <laughs> oh, I just had that thought. We never Any... talked about that before. Yeah, that it was on TNT Dynamite. Yeah. Wow, missed opportunity for us during the Book of Turner era. Oh, big for time. sure. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so uh, hey, I'm rolling without notes, so I'm gonna do a little uh, <laughs> recap in. But uh, yeah, we start with CM Punk defeating Penta Oscuro in 13 minutes 38 seconds. Um, very nice match to start the night. Crowd was hot. Crowd was hot. hot, 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 hot well, this hot, is a good way, uh, good good like singles way to start it because uh, I haven't seen Penta in a long time. I mean, I guess Phoenix yeah. has been out, so he's been kind of you know, uh, halved a little bit. Uh, but yeah, no, this was an exciting way to start the show. People were into it. Yeah, and shout out to our boys, the World Elite Pod. I know they were all at this show um, in New Orleans and they got to see a good one. But yeah, and Penta has recently turned into the Penta Oscuro character, which is modeled off his Pentagon Dark character from Lucha Underground. 
And unfortunately, he has kind of been, I don't want to say jobbery, but like since they made this change with him, like I was personally excited about it because I loved the Pentagon Dark character. And it's like, oh, Phoenix is out. Let's do something new and different. But it hasn't really been that different. I mean, he's wrestling slightly different. He's doing the arm breaking move, which he used to not do as just Penta. Uh, but he's still great, and I just uh, want to see more from him because I love him. But, uh, yeah, match was good. Um, there was the moment kind of middle of the match where Punk, like, jumped off the top or jumped off the ropes and kind of fell and, you know, was selling the knee the whole time. Yeah. And I couldn't tell, like, I don't think it was a real injury, but, it, like, he, he sold it like it was. And, it was, yeah. like, it made me question, like, did he really get dinged? Because it was, like, an awkward landing type yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they, and you know, they kind of got through that and, uh, had a heck of a match. It was kind of very like Lucha style. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of counters, a lot of, you know, flipping things with some submissions. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, no, I think like it kind of had uh, like a very flippy phase and a very mat based phase. Um, yeah. you know, you kind of knew that CM Punk wasn't going to take like his, what, uh, his second loss is what this would be now, um, yeah. to, uh, you know, to, to, to Penta. And it like, it's weird to think about like Penta too. It's like, who could he like beat in singles competition? Like where would he kind of, you know, cause CM Punk is like sort of what these like new guys like him and Danielson and, and all those guys, you know, who like aren't going to lose for a while, you know, and when they lose, it's going to be a big deal. So yeah, yeah, you know, he doesn't really have a place singles wise where he really fits in. I would love to see him against Malachi Black. Yeah. They're that, to, they, remember, they had the sixth man on the buy-in of Revolution where it was Pac, Penta, and Eric Redbeard, who I was – we haven't seen him since then, against the House of Black. So I kind of thought they would pair off and do singles matches, but we haven't even really seen Pac much yeah. since Revolution oh, no, either. Um, but I just figured with kind of the way the characters are presented too, like Malachi and now Penta Oscuro, the darker side, like they would make sense for those two to clash. So like that's a feud that I want to see oh. keep going, but they've kind of abandoned it. And, and one I really want to uh, see going too, that I don't know why I realized this before, but they're like very cut from the same cloth and cut the same type of promo as uh, Malachi Black and Darby. Like, cause, oh, yeah, because you know, be cause, cause, well. cause you, you, you get Darby out there like pretty easily as the face, um, you know, kind of throw a sting in there with it, too. Like, I think all of that, like tonally would all fit in, especially like to see them like cut sort of warring competing promos, you know, because yeah. they both kind of have that sort of, you know, like Darby's is a little more cinematic. But, uh, Mal- you know, they kind of have the same sort of thing, you know, the very metaphorical kind oh, of, yeah. uh, you know, a, a promo. So Absolutely. I don't know. I, I I feel like that that that's gonna have to you know they're they're too much they're birds of a feather too much for that not to be a thing at some point. We just need to see Malachi in some damn singles matches, mm-hmm. like outside right. of the Cody shit, and you know we saw the Brock Anderson special, and yeah. you know, and he's been in these tag and trios matches, which it's all been good. But I know we talked about with Tim last week, especially like. I don't think Malachi made any of our lists. I know yeah. I don't think he made either of ours. And it's like that guy's legitimately one of the best wrestlers in the company. And I yeah. feel like I've said it before here. We just haven't seen enough of it. But hey, uh, we digress here. But uh, yeah, like you said, I don't think, you know, we really thought Punk was going to lose this match. He did not. Uh, but it was, you know, a very, very good, fun, solid opener. 
Um, and then after the match, the uh, announcer said something about like his quest for the world title. I know he had mentioned it in a promo a few weeks ago. So, and we'll get to Hangman and Cole. Obviously, Hangman retains, but and this goes back to when we had Derek and Micah in town talking about the next challenger, and I think it is going to be CM Punk versus yep. Hangman, face v, or nothing, like a, like a face v face thing, or do you think they're going to turn Punk heel or something, or? I would say face versus face, but I want to see them turn. I want to see heel CM Punk because he's the best. But I mean, he's certainly turning just fine right now. Oh, yeah, like, I, and, and how would you turn him heel too? Because he's not really aligned with anyone. Like, who could he well, like fuck over? The know? thing with Danielson is that was so out of the blue, and he did it before his match against Hangman. Really, just kind of turning and shitting all over the Dark Order, but it worked. But now, like Hangman and the Dark Order have kind of distanced themselves. So, you know, I'm sure they could do it, or maybe they do. You know, maybe Hangman beats him and then they punk turns heel and then he wins in a rematch on Dynamite or something. Yeah. You know, could be uh could be the case there. But I'm sure, you know, we've got I think about a month and a week or until double or nothing about that. I think it's the end of May. Um, so I'd say we're getting close to being on the road to double or nothing. But uh yeah, it, it would appear based on what we know now that it will likely be hangman versus CM Punk, but, uh, I mean, that'll be a hell of a main event, you know, like, absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um, then there's the airport promo with Hager Garcia, the Jericho, uh, this shit cracked me up. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like what, like the 2.0 guys just wear the blazers without shirt under them. Hager was just shirtless. And it's just like, dude, yeah. like, like, like inappro- off the plane. Yeah, inappropriate attire for an airport, like even an airport runway, you know, yeah. like, I just thought it was hilarious. Like if, 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 if I went to an airport and just like took my shirt <laughs> off, like, <laughs> like instantly, like TSA would be like, sir, yeah. sir, yeah. put your shirt on yeah. and put that cigarette out. Damn it. <laughs> Uh, well, and also like the 2.0 guys, uh, Menard and Parker, it's got to get used to the names. They had, they got like, they weren't with a member because they got beat up. And then we saw the car drive by with Kingston and Santana and Ortiz and like they were on the ground. So yeah, yeah silly stuff there. And then we're yeah. going right in. Uh, there were, I don't even think there was a commercial. No, there, was there wasn't. Going right into the tag team title match, which was excellent. And Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defeat the team of Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly in 13 minutes, 45 seconds to retain the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Yeah, I thought there was a chance that Jurassic Express would lose. And again, maybe that's just going back to me thinking months ago that it's some and a lot of people too i think that cole and then o'reilly and fish would all get the gold just like they were on disputed air and nxt so i thought that maybe if red dragon won this that that would mean that cole had a better shot to win his match on rampage but obviously neither happened but yeah this was an excellent match what'd you think yeah no i thought this was really really excellent especially like how um o'reilly and fish kind of went at luchasaurus because like obviously there's a mismatch there and kind of yeah. like interesting enough jungle boy was kind of sidelined in this you know like it was very yeah. much like like the inner the entertainment factor for me uh in the match was um how do o'reilly and fish deal with you know luchasaurus and then obviously like luchasaurus is not just i'm a big dude you know mm-hmm. and i can't move no luchasaurus can like you know is is very uh agile 
And uh, it was really fun seeing like kind of the, the like you know that sort of strategy, like how they those two to kind of knocking him. him down and double teaming yeah. him. Yeah, it, I mean it, jungle. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, and and that, that that to me was the story. That like you know that was their goal. Like they had to like attempt to negate him in some way because they neutralize you know, both, the dinosaur. Yeah, neutralize the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, you know, clever <laughs> girl. But uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like Jungle Boy, you know, like you knew they kind of both of those guys matched up with him pretty well. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I thought that was really interesting, kind of what they, you know, um, what they attempted to do, like that whole strategy, because like, again, yeah. like, they had no one to match up with him. And it did seem a little different from their normal formula of Jurassic yeah. Express in that it was Luchasaurus in the ring for a lot more of the action, or at least it felt like it. Um, you know, Jungle Boy obviously was still in there and was great as he always is. But yeah, instead of, you know, a lot of their matches always kind of build the Jungle Boy getting kind of beat up and, and then, then the, hot Lu- the hot tag yeah. the luchasaurus but in this one luchasaurus was in for a lot of the match you're in like you said kind of there was a lot of double teaming both sides uh-huh. um but yeah it was a very exciting match and there were a lot of good counters and near falls down the stretch too no doubt about yeah. and what would you say to people too because i know people like your your big wwe people would be like oh like why did you bring kyle o'reilly over just to have him lose matches like this you know yeah yeah, yeah, like you know, I'm trying to. Yeah, what would you say? Like, I'm trying because I, you know, I mean, thought yeah, of that. That's why. Bit. That's why part of me thought like either Cole or Red Dragon are going to win because yeah, I mean these guys were top of the class stars in NXT, kind of carried the brand for two years, right? And not that they haven't been presented. You know, I wouldn't say they've been presented as big over here yet, but like they've still all gotten a pretty decent push since coming yeah. in. However, they haven't really gotten the big wins to show for it. I mean, red dragons been in back-to-back title matches right. and well, they, I, well, they had like four matches. So. Well, and, I, and I think like, there's just so much crowding at the top. Like, I think you have to wait for things to kind of settle and, and, and sift kind of through a little bit to, you know, to, to kind of, cause like, I think that, you know, like they, they've, 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 there's a lot of decisions that they have to make with like yep. a lot of like, you know, top tier people and, uh, you know, like some people are getting, and, and it's like, you know, sort of a, you know, weird bargain here. Cause it's like, yeah, you want those people in here, but you do have to make the decision of like, you know, who's going to be like having these big matches and like, then you have like Malachi black who like, doesn't, you know, get these. So, you know, yeah. I mean, it, that's it's a sort of, lot of, mm-hmm. go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah, yeah. It's just sort of a, 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 a byproduct of like kind of the very sudden um, influx of talent that they've had. Yeah, which we've been talking about for a long time. You know, when they started bringing all these guys in, we're like, well, when are they going to stop? And it hasn't really stopped. So, yeah, it is kind of a byproduct of the crowded roster. And I was surprised Cole even got another shot after losing. Like, I don't think that's something they've really done with the AEW title is like the guy who loses gets an immediate rematch. Yeah. So again, that's why I thought maybe he's going to win, but no, now he, he lost to orange Cassidy. Granted it was unsanctioned and now two losses to Hangman. Yeah. I mean, where do you go from here with these guys? Obviously, you know, Kenny's coming back at some point, but we don't know where or when. And you Double know, or nothing to... you think. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess if you have like Hangman and CM Punk and stuff, uh, you know, but, like I, there's you know, there's a lot of drama there, and like throw that, like you know, I think you got to wait till you have like a, a dramatic opening, you know, like sort of a, a gap. 
Yeah, and I mean, we've talked before about the future potential, and maybe it's for a trios title, or maybe they do a trios tournament. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But Kenny and the Bucks against Cole and Red Dragon. Um, because I guess the the Bucks and Cole haven't really had their falling out yet. Like no. that story hasn't really culminated of kind of Cole being in the middle of those two tag teams. So you know, I guess that's something they're going to consider. Like, obviously, that's that story is going to be good without the title. But uh, yeah, interesting uh, here that you know now both Red Dragon and Cole have now suffered two title losses uh, in the last month plus. So uh, mm-hmm. interesting to track where they go. And yeah, yes. same thing with a lot of people. It's like we haven't seen Miro in a long time. I know. I think he was doing a movie or something. Was hurt for a bit. He's got to come back at some time soon, and we'll maybe get more into that when we talk about the TNT title. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of mouths to feed now. And, you know, with Ring of Honor, you know, maybe we'll – obviously they haven't really decided what's going on with that yet. But that's going to be um, another brand, you know, within the yeah, – uh, the um, Yeah, umbrella. but, like, uh, you know, that's an opportunity for some people at least, but I can't imagine – a ton of these top end AEW guys going over there, but who knows? We'll see. Um, exciting stuff. And uh, yeah, good. Another good win for jungle boy and Luchasaurus. I mean, they've cut, you know, their reign started kind of weirdly because they took it from the Lucha bros, which who knows if that was the plan because Phoenix got hurt, but they've held on to it. And longer than I kind of thought they would, they had the great win at revolution. They got this win. Um, and then after this match, um, FTR, hottest, best tag team in the world right now, best team music, come out and they show their belts. And uh, you got to think we're likely headed towards them challenging here for the AEW tag yeah. titles to maybe give them the trio. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're just on fucking fire right now. So much so that Vicky Rand, your mother, big fan. Yeah, big fan of him. Loves him. Liked my tweet. Yeah, L- loves lo- loves her. I said something, yeah, something about like I guess it was the Bucks match. I think last week I tweeted something about there. FTR's on a roll right now. What a match! And I just saw your mom liked it. Loved like, it. Yeah, yeah. Loves her some FTR. <laughs> no, uh, big FTR fan. No, I think uh, I think FTR is going to take the belts off them. You know, I think like you, you you don't like, you know, let a tag team like look that good and just like have them falter to a, you know, to a team that to a group that's already pretty over. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I mean, I just want to mention we'll be talking about them a little bit more. Santana and Ortiz kind of seem to miss their window again. Like they were getting real hot again as the inner circle was breaking up. And not that they're not, but now they're with Kingston and not really anywhere near the tag title picture. But again, like their time has to come at some point. Right. Um, FTR has been tag champs. Granted, they only had the belts. I think it was like 82 days, something in that range. So they could become the first two time champs. But uh, Santana and Ortiz got to win them at some point. They deserve it. They've been there since day one, at least of the Dynamite era. But yeah. Heck, yeah, you're right. These uh, shows have uh, elicited a lot of conversation. Chota, puta. Um, we don't really need to get into the Blackpool Combat Club promo against the Ass Boys because we'll be talking about that. 
Um, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm had another nice promo face-off, and their match is official in the Owen Hart Foundation Memorial Cup tournament, whatever. I think that's pretty close to what it's called. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that. I know they both were in stardom in Japan together, uh, which has been amazing now. I watched it. Um, they but like t- Jamie Hayter, this is the first time she was fired up. Like yeah. she cut a very nice promo just yeah, in this no. quick backstage segment. And uh yeah, and they never really like get it too much. So they made the most of their TV time. Absolutely. Yeah. It was very quick and effective and probably one of the better women's segments of this week. Unfortunately, we'll have some things to say about that. But I'm really excited about that match coming. Tony Storm's great, and I know you haven't seen much of her. And Jamie Hayter. Obviously, she's good, and I want to see and hear more of this from her. And let's get her away from Brit. Let's get that storyline going because yeah. they haven't really shown them much together. Yeah, because because so. has Brit had many met? Because I know she's in the Owen no, Hart tournament. She yeah, had, she kind of like took a little time away, and yeah, so she's returning this week in Pittsburgh for, for the that, for, for so. the Owen Hart. Yeah, I still think that breakup is coming, and maybe even prior to Double or Nothing, we'll yeah. see. Wow, excellent. And uh, then we have. The captain, Sean Dean, defeating MJF for the second time by count out in four minutes and seven seconds. Sean Dean just absolutely dominating the pinnacle yet again. Oh, man. This is hilarious. No, hey, like, like, this is good, the second time it happened. Yeah, it is. Did it, it, is. It, did it against Spears good, as well. Good, good storytelling like for Sean Dean. Yeah, I mean he's at least involved well, well, in and, and, a major like, story here. And like MJF is able to like give these like jobbers a win, you yeah. know, um, in like sort of like his descent, you know, because this is yeah. what the story that they're telling is. They're telling the his first sort of... time CM Punk kind of helped hit yeah. him distract MJF, and now it was obviously. Wardlow decimating security guards yet again. I want to mention, I accidentally texted you this and meant to text it to Azar, but Shingo Takagi has been doing the Japanese commentary for these AEW shows because they are now on New Japan, like we talked about last week. And he loves himself some Wardlow. And he's getting all fired up from last week's episode when when Wardlow was just chucking people against the security guards with them. All that shit. Like Shingo was going nuts, which was just fucking tight. Have you seen the new Batman movie? I haven't, but I saw yeah, it was it, on HBO Max today. So yeah, yeah, definitely it, it's really watch good. It soon. It, there's a scene where Batman's like slinging like cops off of him. Yeah, you know, that, like that. that reminded me of that. Yeah. So we didn't get to see as much of that this time. I mean, I think we saw they were all down and then they showed him and then he ended up, Wardlow came through the crowd and he had the mask on and he was standing right behind MJF, which was a very cool moment because he still yeah. hasn't really gotten his hands on him yet. No, not um, at all. So then, yeah, I think he chased him to the ramp and then Spears fucking hit him with the chair. Wardlow no, no sold it, obviously. And then MJF trots out all the security guards and he starts beating them again. Um, and yeah. And then all throughout, Bri- Bri- Bryce went, Rinsberg gets ready to yeah, do oh, the yeah, count out. Yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. the very delayed count because he'd been out of the ring for well over a minute at this point. But yeah, he gets to nine. MJF grabs the mic. Wait, 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 wait. What's oh, Tony oh, oh. Khan paying you? I'll triple it. And then you, you see like Bryce Rinsberg like either thinks about it, but I, I like to think he like fake thought about it just to yeah, like add insult sure. to injury. And then he, count, sure. he counts him out, you know, further like, you know, pulling MJF down, you know, giving him these bad losses from yep. which he's definitely going to recover, um, yep. you know, eventually. But uh, 
but no, like, like even the, 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 this match was a lot of pageantry and, and the, the best part about like his stuff is there's just tons of drama, just drama out the ass. You Absolutely. Know? Like, 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 and, and it's always really well staged and uh, you know, kind of like sort of what's going on and what's at stake for everybody. And like, even though like, it's kind of like in terms of like in ring stuff, like non-existent almost like it, it, it's still extraordinarily entertaining. And like, I don't know, every week, like, like I was, you know, it's just very easy for me to get locked into that. So I was going to say, and I think I, t- I wasn't tweeting a lot this episode, but I did about that. It's like week in, week out, in between pay-per-views, whatever. MJF for the last year has been the hottest angle on the show, period. Yeah. yeah. And no disrespect to Hangman. We all know how much I love him. And his matches during this reign have been incredible. The wrestling yeah. has been incredible what he's done with Danielson, the death match with Archer, both matches with Cole, outstanding. But he doesn't feel that important. He doesn't feel like the champ when you have someone with like MJF doing what he's doing. Because you're right, it's the most entertaining. You're locked into it. Mm. It's long-term. It all makes sense. And he's just so fucking good to be able to carry these segments. And Wardlow is becoming a star right in front of our eyes, just like Wheeler Yuta, which we'll get into him. But like... I love that we've now got these young, budding, homegrown stars that are really kind of starting to shine. Yeah, no, it's like, it, it's just really a really kind of like captive. And like you said, you just kind of know like what's at stake. You know, like you said, it, it, it all, it all makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like it's just pretty like in terms of a, from a dramatic angle, a story that's well told. I mean, MJF has been saying all this shit about in 2024, like whoever's going to have to back up the Brinks truck for him. Like, yeah, pay the man whatever he wants, because he is one of the best and hottest wrestlers today. And he's 26 Mm -hmm. and the sky's the limit. And he's much better in ring than people give him credit for. So, yeah, he's fucking awesome. And, uh, you know, like we've been saying, I imagine they'll save this match for double or nothing. Uh, MJF will probably win. I would think he'll get the win. Like it's like, like, like a cheap win. Yeah, that would make sense. And probably Wardlow ultimately winning the feud. But you know, you got like MJF's been the loser most of these feuds. Like oh, yeah. he well, lost. Well, and his in his pay per view record is you know not great. Not great. But yeah. Outside of Darby, still, he won the last match versus he, Darby. He That's did win against one. Darby. But yeah, he ultimately lost the Jericho feud. He ultimately lost the Punk feud, but he still gave him his only loss at the time. So, yeah, I mean, can't say enough good things about MJF. He's just an uh, entertainment magnet. So, uh, and yeah, can't wait to see Wardlow fully unleashed. And um, was that was that a backstage thing? Late? Oh, yeah, he, he got like basically in front of the camera. That's right. And he's like, I'm not going to stop until MJF releases him from the contract. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's all coming. And then uh, we had a Darby promo skateboarding around basically saying we've got a coffin match with Andrade, which I'm sure will be great. Yeah, that'll, be, uh, that, that'll be an interesting, you know, clash of styles. Yeah. Dar- uh, Andrade beat him a few weeks on dynamite. I don't think it was one we covered, but he got kind of a cheap win on him. Well, and it's, um, and it's going to be another like throw Darby around big guy throws him around, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So that's a pretty classic angle that it's the second know. coffin match, right? He had the one with Ethan page. Yes. I don't think I'm missing one. And I don't think there yeah. was one before you started yeah. watching. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe those are it. Cause I don't think he had any during his TNT run. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. So I'm yeah, the Ethan Page one was great. I'm sure this will too. Um, Malachi had a quick promo talking about killing souls. I think it was talking about Fuego. Um, I remember this being pretty cool, but it's like, let the man wrestle. We talked about it earlier. Let the yeah. man wrestle. Yes. Um, and then now we get to our six man tag in which Jass, represented by Chris Jericho, Daniel Garcia, and Jake Hager, defeat Eddie Kingston, Ortiz, and Santana in 11 minutes 46 seconds with a, yet another bat shot to the back from yeah. Floyd. I think um, it was Jericho to Kingston and Garcia covered him, or was it know, Ortiz? Uh, I don't know, uh, but uh, like. We complain a lot about like Eddie Kingston needing big wins and like, yeah, they lost. Um, but I still think like they were far and away the more memorable part of this match than, than jazz, you know? For sure. Yeah. You know, especially Eddie Kingston is overly eager, hot tag. Like, like yeah. I, I, I love that. Like, you know, like, like the pick me, pick me, pick me, you know, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I yeah. love, I love that. And what was the shirt? It's a thump. Was it like a Trump parody? Yeah. I don't know. I had white and blue. I was like, yeah. is that a, supposed to be a Trump? Yeah. yeah, which like and he you was know. really laying it into Garcia the few times they got in with him. Like they had the one rampage match a few months back, but I think there's still unfinished business there. Um, Santana did the Ed, uh, Eddie Guerrero uh, yeah. Amigos thing, which always gets the crowd hyped. Um, yeah, the 2.0 guys, Menard and Parker, out there fucking around again uh, towards the end to kind of give the distraction for. Uh, Jericho to hit Kingston with the baseball bat but uh, yeah this was good stuff it kind of felt like a lot of the same we've been getting from Eddie Santana and Ortiz and Jericho with the inner circle prior you know yeah. with the Dan Lambert stuff like been a lot of these kind of three on three matches like to the point where this almost felt like it was a street fight, even though it wasn't. Um, yeah. But I feel like that's probably coming. But yeah, I don't know where they're ultimately. I guess no, we did talk about a stadium stampede potential for this right. feud. Um, so I, you know that would be cool. You know, yeah, we don't no, know I, I, sure I, I, if no, that's going to happen again. Especially but. Eddie Kingston in a stadium stampede. Like, yes, yeah, sign me up. You know. If only it was at Churchill Downs in Louisville. Oh, God, yeah. And there. Beefo Brady's. Well, 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 could you imagine Eddie Kingston Stadium stampeding like the Bronx or something like that? Or you know, <laughs> Yankee like, Stadium. I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd be all about that, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, but uh, Jazz gets the cheap win. And, yeah, this is far from over. And, yeah, they kind of fucked them all up uh, after the match as well. Um, yeah. And then we got MJF with our good buddy, Alex Marvez, and MJF basically cut him off immediately. Well, 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 yeah, well and you, you know uh, what he said? What did he say? He goes, oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm, the, I'm the star of the show, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, Sean Dean, you're a good foe. Uh, you know, uh, you, you weren't Wardlow or uh, Oko, uh, Yoko Ono. Uh, or uh, Sonny Bono, or Sonny Bono, or from Dragon Ball Z, Mr. Popo, or MGF. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, yes, that is exactly what was said. Then Smart Mark Sterling showed up, which I love. Yeah, I love that they're, first... they're together now. Yeah, yeah, well, because he was MGF was the one who brought him in long, it was before you were even started. I think it was during his feud with Mox, but that's kind of forgotten sometimes. So I like that. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. Oh, yeah, he started as, like, MJF's attorney for, like, the Moxley. Uh, and so, and, and so now, did, they ne- did they ever have a falling out? 
you know? Like no, a, I think he's, story. I think MJF's kind of subtly kind of worked him in a couple of times. So oh, yeah, here okay. he is. And he basically says that MJF's contract says that he has the power to put Wardlow in the match. Here comes our boy, Jose, the assistant. MJF hands him an envelope with some money and says that Wardlow will face the butcher next Wednesday on Dynamite. And then Butcher gets his big head in front of the camera and goes, ah! Yeah. Which I thought was fucking hilarious. They never, they never let him talk either, you know? Like, he just... He, yeah, he's, we have a... Yeah. He's, good, he's good for a growl every now and then. Oh, but, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so good stuff there. Always like when money changes hands backstage with MJF. And then we have The Problem. Marina Shafir defeating sky blue in two minutes 24 seconds i'm sure you loved this one didn't you yeah you know uh <laughs> <laughs> well you know i want uh, 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 sky blue is too wise right you know i think so almost like a flirty text or you is know? it y-e like like i think it's y-e it, it I, I thought it was too wise like it's like a like a hey you know like <laughs> like a flirt like a flirty text you know um yeah, like I don't know. I, I it just had nothing to sink my teeth into here. Uh, yeah, so, you I, know, mean, I, I watched it. it. Marina, yeah, it's Marina Shafir's television debut. I know she'd been racking up wins on Dynamite or Dark and Elevation. She was with WWE. She was a former M uh, UFC fighter, so in the same vein as Ronda Rousey and who was the other woman over there? Fuck, Shayna Baszler. Oh, uh, uh, another uh, another Wikipedia hall I went down. Um, and, oh. this will, and this will charge us up for eventually the main event, which racked um, uh, Minoru Suzuki, MMA fighter. I, I read it. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I was on his page this week. Co-founder of the Pancrease promotion, which is basically like MMA. Pancrease? Like, is, is this spelled like Pancreas? <laughs> it's p-a-n-c-r-a-s-e oh okay so not pink not like the so he was like i think he and there's another guy matsukatsu finaki who's in noah right now they're like the founding fathers of pancrease and, yeah, and he had a very long shoot fighting career so to speak yeah yeah no i remember reading about that in um what is it um uh suzuki gun or whatever it is suzuki like, gun yeah Goon. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah suzuki about that box Mm -hmm. Yeah, El Desperado, Zack Sabre Jr. in there. They're two of my favorite guys in New Japan right now. So I love it. Yeah, br keep bringing up when you go on these rabbit holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, for sure. Fun stuff. Yeah, nothing else to say here. <laughs> they're, they're setting up um, Shafir to take on uh, Jade next week. So I like it. At least they're giving her. Oh, and they had Jade. Then they had Jade's yeah, the like crowd of people that the included red, that included Red Velvet. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yes, that is noteworthy. Absolutely. So she so she, she she beat her into submission. You know, yeah. like, you know well, was, yeah. the match what last week when she fought Willow Nightingale. I can't remember if it was Dynamite or Rampage. Which Willow's awesome. I don't know if you saw that match. She came from Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I remember. I've seen a Willow Nightingale thing. Yeah, and the fans kind of turned on Red Velvet a bit. So I'm wondering if this was kind of in reaction to that. Like, all right, fuck it, let's turn her heel and make her a baddie. Or if that was already kind of part of the plan because she kind of turned on a little heel shit after that match too. Mm -hmm. But. Hey, I'm I'm happy to see a red velvet character change, and also yeah. uh, Kiara Hogan was thrown in there, which she yeah. she'd come over from Impact, and they had a handful of matches on TV, but it's been a little while, so yeah. cool. Throw them in there, give them something to do, and I like Jade kind of having her entourage. I think that's a good look for her. Yeah, no, that that's going to kind of help a lot. And like she'll you take know, on 
the problem next Friday. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, yeah, I was saying that's just going to kind of help her, you know, like, I don't know, just just take the onus off of her and just her just kind of talking and doing the same thing over and over again, you know, just yeah, at least spread it around a bitch. bit. Yes. Yep. And then we had Hook backstage for an interview and he still has yet to say a word and smart mark sterling again which i love came in with tony niece so smart mark is building up his stable here which i love and tony niece yet again another guy who came over has been on tv what two or three times always been great one of which he challenged sammy for the tnt title on rampage in atlanta when i was there good match so i'm excited to see him get get kind of hooked up with smart mark and then we had dan Housen try and curse hook yet again and it also didn't work so yeah, yeah, yeah no, that, 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 that was a fun wacky segment i didn't yeah. know dan Housen would be associated with hook but uh that, that yeah, that's that, just kind of funny you throw hit the, the you know it's a fun I think combination it's the second time i think it happened on rampage last week or something so yeah like he's just trying to get hooked to talk or break character or whatever yeah. but the curse has not worked mm-hmm. uh but yeah hook will be making his dynamite debut next wednesday i don't know if it'll be against tony niece but could be so that's uh something to look out for uh then there was a promo with uh scorpio page and dan lambert talking about the dumbass couple of sammy and ty and battle of the belts and we'll get to all that um and then we have powerhouse hobbs and the hometown boy ricky stalks defeating keith lee and swerve strickland in 12 minutes 32 seconds i thought this match was very tight yeah Uh, i I was down for it too the crowd obviously very behind ricky being from new orleans you could tell he was soaking it all in he was loving it um so they were you know obviously lee and swerve are still the baby faces but every pretty much everyone was getting cheered oh yeah no i mean i was pulling for i was pulling for starks and hobbs for sure yeah but the crowd was just really into this um swerve and swerve has done nothing but impress since he's joined keith lee i mean similarly we haven't seen a ton of either guy but i like that they put them together to kind of keep them give them something to do here now get them lost in the shuffle yeah. Swerve did his moonsault jumping off Keith Lee's chest to the outside, which was yeah, really cool. It's crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought this was just a ton of fun and the crowd really kind of helped take it to the next level. And uh, Team Taz gets a cheap win with Taz's interference. Yeah, yeah, with the, with the boot, right? Wasn't yeah, boot? Just walt- he just waltzes his way on out. And I think he like grabbed Keith Lee or like tripped yeah. him as he was coming back to hit the But ropes. I love how they're still making the heel moves too, you know? Know, like that's oh, what's yeah. choreographed a little bit like you know those those guys are, are the but uh they're just uh, you know a lot of fun it's it just you know even though uh the ftw people um you know they're kind of i don't know they they like like with this whole like like i remember whenever we started doing this like they were you know like that storyline was always really hot and uh-huh. now it's kind of you know it's simmered down to like a b b minus you know like it's not like a super prevalent storyline it's a very rampage thing yeah, you know, yeah, they really like because yeah. Taz is on commentary, so that's where you can throw it at. And Ricky Starks does a lot of commentary on Rampage too. But yeah, uh, yeah. So, but 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 it's nice to see them in the, you know the feature role because like the last time I remember like this much drama with them, who was it? Was Garcia in there with them, or didn't they? Or they feud with like they had Dante Martin involved. I think. Yeah, Dante Martin and fucking Leo Rush. Leo Rush. Yeah, yeah. But it, there hadn't really been anything I think intra conflict with them good uh since like the cage stuff 
Yeah, and like yeah. Keith Lee and Hobbs had a match on Rampage a couple weeks ago. Starks and Swerve did. So yeah, it's been a lot built up on Rampage, but I'm enjoying it. And I thought all four guys uh, looked great in this match. Yep. And uh, we'll see uh, what comes of it. So because uh, again, like Swerve and Keith Lee, two other pretty big names coming in here. And uh, we'll get to the TNT title, but I want to see some action from some of these guys. Yeah, so. that'd be good. Yep, and uh, let's see here. Then there's Thunder Rosa being interviewed by Shivani, and we have a cake. Oh, the cake! Oh, the cake thing. <laughs> Once again, like neither us, like like it was similar to the cheeseburger toss. It's, that is exactly oh, that, that, what I thought. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. It, just something involved with food, you know? Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, and, so and, she gets caked to the face, and then <clears throat> Nyla accidentally punches Vicky, and uh, yeah, they'll be fighting on, they'll be main eventing the Battle of the Belts. And then there was a brief, brief video uh, highlighting the Hangman and Cole feud in advance of the Rampage match. Like, I really wanted a little more than this. It's like, come on, this, again, it's kind of what I was saying earlier. It's like, this is your world title it's happening on Rampage for the first time, and all we get is like a one-minute video hyping yeah. this up. It's like, for whatever reason, Tony Khan hasn't figured out how to book Hangman as champion because it's not Hangman's fault. I mean, yeah. I think when he's gotten the chance, he's done well, and his promo game has improved. I mean, uh, but he just doesn't get enough, I guess, as much of the spotlight. Well, 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 well he, he hasn't really had like a nemesis, like somebody who you can like do endless, pr- you know, like Kenny had yeah. like tons of those guys. Yeah. You know, and like he just hasn't really had somebody he can really, you know. I just feel like he hasn't gotten a ton of opportunity either. Like he, he hasn't, I mean, he's had some, like he had some nice promo segments leading into the cold double or nothing or the cold revolution match and obviously everything going into Kenny, but it's like, he just doesn't get enough TV time week in and week out. That's what I think the problem is. But anyway, that's another conversation. And we have the main event for the ring of honor world television championship in which Samoa Joe defeats Minoru Suzuki in 11 minutes, 37 seconds to win it for the first time, even though he was in Ring of Honor for a very long time. Um, yeah, you mentioned something earlier about you liking this match. Yeah, I, big slack no, fest to start yeah, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, it was. Like, it kind of really, like, you know, just went all in on sort of, like, that the whole, like, slap, you know, that, that slappy thing. I mean, it's too, you know, it's a heavy guy, and it's a guy who's in his 50s, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think they, you know, like, made that, like, one of the better versions of itself. Because they went back to the slap thing all the time, and I was always yeah. pretty, you know, pretty entertained. Well, by I love towards the because they did it for little, probably the first two three minutes mostly was like all slaps, and then like towards the end, Suzuki was like about to pick him up for the Gotch style pile driver, which is his finisher, but he hesitates. He's like, nope, let's start slapping each other. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> and like, like as he was about to pick him up, he's like, ah, let's not. Let's well, just hit the shit out of me. And Suzuki's like the best at like selling all that stuff. Like, oh, and he so gets his crazy. Facial expressions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh No, I, I, um, that was kind of like you know, even though that's just sort of one chunk, and like that kind of made it for me. And I also think this is the first Mimosa Joe match I've ever seen. I don't think he's done a Mimosa Joe match. Yeah, yeah, because obviously in NXT he was commentator slash kind of backstage manager for a bit. Then he because he had I think concussions and other things, so he was out of wrestling for a while. Came back for one match against Karrion Cross. Didn't look great. Just, like, wasn't really in great shape. 
Um, and carrying cross just wasn't well, the right. Well, 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 and, and, well, and this was like a very, you know, like kind of like the match was very partitioned out. They had like the slaps, you know, <laughs> like, like it, it was very kind of um, meant to, you know, cater to, to, to both of those guys, but both of those guys no are, again, they're, they're great. Uh, great entertainer you know like like they're yeah. both they're both a lot of fun to watch so i was uh you know i was pretty into this the whole time yeah joe looked a lot better who did he face he had a match what like last week on dynamite i think let me see i've got i can pull it up was it against here. suzuki again no. oh who was it was max caster he yeah. squashed him in like under five minutes and joe looked really good like a lot better than he looked against carrying cross and nxt um so yeah joe's here and he looks pretty good and uh that's another if you recall we'll have to do yeah shit so, well and some I think, of his stuff from back in like tna ring of honor mid 2000s like well, he was and, one and, of the fucking best and he may be your guy who will like lead that ring of honor roster because he's got that belt you know a guy who yep. can kind of you know transfer you know from from uh aew matches to the ring of honor matches and then we have our ending here yeah <laughs> which has uh, caught a lot, quite a bit of flack. Mm -hmm. um, how does it happen? Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt were down there at ringside. So yeah. that, a lot of that transpired on that Ring of Honor show. Lethal, I guess he and this Sanjay Dutt character, he's been around the block, like working as a wrestler and a producer, TNA, Impact, Ring of Honor, what have you. Mm -hmm. So I think he and Lethal have had a relationship. He's obviously kind of acting as his manager, um, and they were at ringside and I guess they had like a box or a present that they were going to give to Joe. <laughs> and then the lights go out, which usually signifies uh, a pretty big deal. Like Malachi and Black or Darby or Sting or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm trying to, they've had others, but yeah. And then it's Satnam Singh. <laughs> yeah. The, the basketball player, you know. Never actually played in the NBA. He was drafted by the Dallas Mavericks. He was like in the G League. Like, I just don't think he ever made the team. Um, but yeah, this was a, a bit of a downer to what I thought was a really good show. I had three matches at four stars and above the main event, the tag title, and then the swerve, Keith Lee, Ricky Starks, Hobbs. Thought it was an awesome show from a wrestling standpoint. Some other, like the MJF Wardlow stuff was great, but uh, this didn't ruin it for me, but it was like, oh boy, that's definitely ending on a flat note. And especially for the live crowd, there was no rampage after because it was live this week. So it's like, oh, that's a tough note to go out on after yeah. such a great match too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think it, yeah, just kind of a really weird, like, you know, and then like I think the commentary tried to hype hype him up as much as good. Oh, he's an NBA, player. you know, like who that is? Yeah, that's Satnam Singh. Yeah, and I um, just wasn't a great look. Um, I just saw a very Tony WWE Khan. thing, you know. Like I feel For like sure. he, uh, Tony Khan came out during an interview and even said like, "Yeah, I wish I would have done that differently." Um, you know, it's fine to have the guy here. Giants always have a place in wrestling, and you know he was quote unquote the first Indian born NBA player, even though he never actually played a game. Uh but yeah, he looked have you do you know who the great Kali is? Oh WWE? yeah, no, no. He, he was, was on, in, he was on your Mount it? Rushmore of bad, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's no, right. no, 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 didn't, didn't we watch him go up against what was it, the Undertaker or Andre the Giant or no, something? No, that was Giant Gonzalez. Oh yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But great Kali, like that drew immediate comparisons to him. He's a very, very large Indian man. 
I'd imagine Satnam Singh can definitely move around a lot better because he was a basketball player. Like Kali, towards the end of his career, looked like he walked on stilts. Like his yeah. legs were just so immobile. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he does his kind of beat down and he squeezes his head, which is something that Kali would kind of do. But, uh, hey, I'm happy Jay Lethal's got storylines because that guy's really good and he kind of was shuffled to the side for the first several months of him being there. So I'm happy about that. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, overall, pretty. would you think it was a pretty good show? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was definitely like, you know, like for something that didn't include like – world title like you know matches or like kind of the, the big people who have been the big people since i've watched aew you yeah, know it was a fun show yeah okay shall we swing into rampage right hello this is rampage baby yeah and let's just get right into it we where's my thing here where's my freaking page the blackpool <laughs> combat club <laughs> Your fucking page. My fucking page. (laughs) The Blackpool Combat Club of Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and Willer Uter defeat the Gun Club, also known as the Ass Boys, Austin Gun, Billy Gun, Colton Gun, or Billy Gun, Sid Gun, and Houston Gun (laughs) in nine minutes, six seconds. Uh, We continue the Wheeler Uta show. I think he definitely. he was got a little more shine in this one. This being his first official match as part of the Blackpool Combat Club, so I thought it was cool yeah. to see him teaming with these guys for the first time after he got brutalized by both of them over the past few weeks. Yeah, um, he would definitely seem to be in the match the most and got the big roll up pin on Billy at the end. <clears throat> uh, again, match uh, match result never in doubt here. Um, but this was a fun little, fun little six man opener. And I oh, thought yeah. the ass boys did pretty well. I remember they did, uh, Sid had a nice, like funny set, like, oh, really over the top sell at one point mm-hmm. where he like hit the turnbuckle and like flew back. Well, and you uh, forget like, yeah. like, like Billy Gunn never wrestles, but you realize how big that motherfucker he's is enormous. Like, yeah. Enormous. He's way bigger than his kids. You know, and like... that's what Azar's mentioned that before. It's like he back in 1998, 99 WWF, like was not known as one of the big guys. He was kind of just an average size guy, but yeah, he's probably six, six, two eighty. you know? Yeah. So in AEW, he stands out cause it's obviously not as big of a roster, but yeah, he's a fucking tank. Yeah, no, he's huge. And uh, I forget somebody on commentary called him like an Adonis. It was it wasn't an Adonis, but it was some sort of funny, funny word commenting on how large he is. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, this is a fun. I mean, you knew Blackpool is going to kind of win. I mean, especially I don't know Blackpool's. You know, like th- those are three kind of similar similar guys, similar build. You yeah. know, um, submission guys. Uh, you know, like I, I I like seeing those three together. So uh, so now all the Blackpool stuff's been fun. I think you know they're Absolutely, they're all they're, they're yeah. all good matches. They're high energy, you yeah. Know, like a good like a good place to direct like your Danielson, your Mox energy, and then we always some fighting. Just, yeah, always some fighting. Yeah. Then it wasn't Michael Adams on commentary. You know he was. Yes, yeah. yeah, which is always nice to hear his voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been uh, just such a welcome addition to all the shows. I, I think and, he did uh, one of his weird angry things too, like during like a promo or something. <laughs> Maybe this this is on dynamite when he like you know when he tries to look really mad and like try you know does his like flinching thing at people. Yeah, it's pretty funny. He's so tight, but uh, yeah, Blackpool Combat Club gets the win, and 
you know, we always say it, what's next for them? I don't know. Are they going to try and recruit another member here? I wouldn't say there's really anyone on the horizon. Did these three just kind of keep decimating people? Yeah. Don't they feud with like Jazz or something like that? Wouldn't that be kooky? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're obviously tied up with Kingston right now, but yes, these guys need some direction here for double or nothing. So would think something may manifest. Maybe hey, maybe they get tied up with Cole and Red Dragon. Possibly, Who knows? Yeah. You could do kind of the six man thing with that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Been loving all the Blackpool Combat Club stuff lately, and uh, we'll see what's next. And uh, well, what's next here is the Butcher squashing Barrett Brown, who I didn't even know who it was yeah, until it after is. the match in fifty five seconds. Uh, yeah, obviously we knew this was going to happen. Uh, nothing to say other than Butcher hit him with a power bomb. I thought he was going to do the symphony, like, because he was obviously taunting Wardlow, but he just mm. did the one and he gets the dub in under a minute to tune him up for Wardlow on Wednesday, which I think that should be an awesome. Yeah, match. that's pretty much what this match was, um, but cool. Yep, yep, cool. And then we got a real, real fired up promo from your boy. Dustin Rhodes just getting yeah. real, real deep about, uh, you know, how he's uh, been on this last ride for a while and he took out Lance Archer. Lan- I said it again, Lance. Lance Archer. Like Lance, Lance dressing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chicken bacon Lance, you know. Yeah, what's there's a movie like Blanche. I'm trying, isn't there a movie with someone named Blanche, Blanche Dubois, a streetcar named Desire? That, that's definitely yeah, 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 it. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to give you carte lanch <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, he basically, it, it was a good promo and he challenges, uh, a dream match of his CM Punk. I, I guess they didn't cross paths in WWE. Cause I know he was still doing the gold dust thing for a while, but, uh, anywho. So, uh, yeah. What if he's, the, think- if he's the guy who takes the title off Hangman. <laughs> Dustin, yeah, he beats CM Punk, earns the title shot in a bull, in, in a bull, in a bullshit match, yeah. <laughs> and then he proceeds to hold on to the AEW title for four hundred days until Cody comes back for three <laughs> years until Cody comes back. <laughs> oh shit! But you know, I'm sure this will be pretty solid. I mean. Dustin had that, I think it was the first battle of the belts, right? Where he wrestled Sammy and kind yeah. of a dud match. But oh, yeah. Well, no, we're, we're, no, don't you remember? He was like shake, like he had like something weird going on. He was like, Yeah, it was shaking or he was, couldn't get up, or like it was some sort of weird, you know. That was a weird match, but yeah. that match wasn't very good. But I remember there was a rampage at some point last year where he took on Danielson in the opener and it was actually really good. So Hopefully it's a little closer to that match than um, Sammy the Sammy match. But, uh, yeah, cool. And now uh, for the first time in, I think I saw about three months, we get Ruby Soho in a television match. I know she's still big. She hasn't been hurt because I follow her on Instagram. I know she's still been doing dark and elevation. So, you know, the women's division – unfortunately is what it is there's only well, and they, one and they brought, and, per and show it i'll agree yeah. with all your you know twitter critical people like they did bring her in to like lose you know yeah. so far you know unfortunately like like especially during the brit run you know she was in there to like get a couple of like cred building yeah. wins for brett 
Brit. They gave her a bit of a push out of the gate. And I mean, she was featured a lot. Yeah, she lost to Brit and then she made the finals of the TBS tournament and lost to Jade. So she was like very involved then. And yeah, now we haven't seen her. Like, just like Sheeta, when Sheeta lost the belt. I mean, remember, I was complaining about it week after week. It's like, They've got talent there. They've got good pieces. I mean, it's not as good as WWE's women's division, but they've got the talent. It's similarly to like the hangman run. Tony Khan can't figure out how to book it. And maybe yeah. Kenny being gone as because mm-hmm. I know he was involved in the women's division to some degree. Um well, but yeah, this just under us to that grade either. I, you I know, know, yeah, yeah, since she won the belt, like similarly, you're right. Like it's been all these kind of dumb interview segments that don't go anywhere. The match with uh, Nyla was fine. We'll get there. But, yeah, you're right. The women's division, it's like two steps forward, two steps back kind of deal. You yeah. know, it's like there'll be good things, and then it's like, what the hell is going on now? And, and yeah, they can never do more than one match on a show. Why? I yeah. get it. You want to stuff these cards, but it's like, let's get some good stories with the women, and that's what's going to draw us in, like the Jamie Hayter tony Storm mm-hmm. match. Like, I'm excited about that. But anyway, and this match was fine. You know, I was happy to see Ruby. I'm a fan of her. And then we got to do the, the old switcheroo uh, between the sister. I didn't even announce. Ruby Soho defeated Robin Renegade in eight minutes, 22 seconds. And the Owen Hart Foundation Women's Tournament qualifying match. We got the old switcheroo. I didn't even know Robin Renegade had a twin sister. How would I? But uh, she does. Uh, and, what's uh, her name? Is it Regina Renegade? I think it's Charlotte. <laughs> Yeah. Which is interesting, but um, Robin and Charlotte. Yeah, <laughs> usually there's some alliteration, but anyways, I digress. Yeah, but she she ends up rolling under the ring at one point, and her sister rolls out and makes it seem like she's going to get the win, but doesn't. And um, Ruby ends up winning with like a crossroads type maneuver, I thought. Um, and uh, yeah, so she's in the tournament, which is good um but yeah nothing too much to write home about here um let's book the women better eh? yeah you got anything else oh no i just uh further that point you know like this yeah. was just you know th- this stuff shouldn't be as forgettable as it is correct and now it's time for the main event <laughs> as uh um... well, 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 well they did that whole bit then they cut to commercial you know, yeah. which, which further like let the air out of the out of the balloon. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> it made it made it seem even more awkward. You know, when yeah. he does that. Well, and like I love how he's tried to turn it into a meme. You yeah, know? I mean and the it, fans are cheering it, so I guess yeah. it's working to some degree. Yeah, you yeah, know, the, like like that awkward humor kind of thing. He's definitely yeah. leaned into it entirely because at yeah. first, yeah, it was just really awkward. Now, like he at least knows his role, and I think it works. So. Yeah. And they've just kept him to that because I think he was on Rampage commentary to start and he just wasn't really saying anything. But anyway, yeah. in our main event, Hangman Adam Page defeats Adam Cole in 20 minutes, six seconds in another Texas death match to retain the AEW World Championship. I'm just going to give it to you. What you what'd you think of the match? Yeah, this was uh, this was a lot of fun. You know, uh, like I like how they brought out the chain. You know, I like how Hangman came out and like tossed the chairs out there, you know, throwing yeah. down the gauntlet early. You know, obviously this wasn't uh, O'Reilly Cole NXT. That yeah, what, what was it? Was it a street fight? Was was that technically what it was? I think or it was just like an unsanctioned, unsanctioned. Match, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like th- there were some echoes of that 
uh, even the though, chain, yeah, 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 sure. yeah. There, there, there were some fun, fun echoes of that. No, this was, no, this was, you know, a, a really good one. You know, they really made me think Adam Cole was going to win at a lot of points, yeah. even though like kind of my like higher self didn't think, uh, didn't think that. No, uh, you know, this had a, uh, you know, like from what was, you know, a fairly outside of the Blackpool Combat Club, like last cluster show in the middle, it was just kind of a nothing sandwich. Yeah. Uh, this, this really, you know, uh, redeemed things, and you know, this was. Again, you know, uh, to go back to like the Danielson matches, this is probably one of Hank, you know, again, one of Hangman's better title defenses. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've all been great. I think I put this pretty much on the same level as the Cole, the earlier Cole match. That one might have gone, you know, maybe a slight touch better. But yeah, I was entertained throughout for sure. Definitely felt like Cole could win this here. Uh, there was one moment. Oh, he like got the low blow and then oh, super yeah. kicked the shit out of him. Well, 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 that was like a good like is it over moment because like yeah. you know like he was kind of in a very vulnerable position and it was nearing the end of the hour. You know. Yeah, and then I think Hangman like hit him with the clothesline. Like his he has some great fighting spirit in this one, no doubt. But. What'd you you, got you, the, you of, got the bloody chin from the super. Yeah, kick. that was from yeah when he did the moonsault outside and Cole hit him with the super kick. Like I would think that was probably real. I oh yeah, that, that 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 may knock your teeth out a little bit. Yeah, like so that was it. cool to see like the bloody jaw because that's different than like Hangman as we then, talked then, about then, then the forehead. Correct. Know? He's bled a lot in his matches. In fact, the last Cole match was the only one he hadn't during this title reign. But this one, at least, it was different. Cole definitely got oh, yeah. a little color and, 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 as well. And, and I don't need him to do that all the time because if he does it all the time, that becomes no. man, that becomes manufactured drama. You I know? thought that it was already too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think like you, like you know, you need to like get him away from the manufactured like visual like look at this. Isn't it crazy? He's bleeding, you know, kind of thing. Totally agree. What did you think of the the crown of thorns oh <laughs> on God. good on Good Friday? Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think about that at the time, but yeah, Hangman had like the barbed wire wrapped around his. Oh, arm and, and Cole which... is and Cole is a little Jesusy, isn't he? He's got like yeah, the yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he's like he's like he's like the white Jesus you see in American churches. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So he yeah. like had it on his arm because I think he did that against Archer or another match he's had. He tied it around his arm and yeah. hit the buck shot, but yeah, and then he tried to get it off, and I think he was trying to kind of pull it apart and couldn't, and just like set it on Cole's head. <laughs> I was, was watching with Lanny and we were just dying. And I didn't even think about the Good Friday connection yeah. at the time. Oh, I didn't think about it until now. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently Eric Bischoff had tweeted his some displeasure towards it. And fans just started crushing him and saying like a bunch of the terrible things that he had put out on TV during his time running yeah. WCW. But it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then obviously the store. So watching it with Lanny, who doesn't watch a ton of wrestling, when that table first came out, he's watched enough to know, hey, I bet that table's going to come into play later. And we brought it up a few times, and it hadn't. And they were kind of on the other side of the ring more often. And what do you know? The table came into play into the finish with the dead eye through the table uh-huh. for the victory. And yeah, I thought, you know, I say this in the archer match i'd maybe put the archer match a slight notch above this i had them both at four and a quarter stars yeah i mean uh, i mean this one kind of like they threw the chairs in there in the beginning and they were playing sword fight with them and stuff yeah and uh you know like i don't know like it, it uh 
it didn't have kind of the the, the extremeness or the extremity. It was this. I was gonna say this was more of like a storytelling match, like a culmination of the story. Whereas the Archer match was like a one-off, and yeah, it was way more intense and brutal. Not that this wasn't, but yeah, I think that one just from go was a lot more intense, and Hangman right. had a lot more blood in that one. But yeah, like this one was definitely. I don't want to say definitely, but I feel like more well-crafted. But, but again, you, you were in a position where you didn't want to make Hangman just like bleed all over the place and be like, oh, yeah. look, look how crazy this is. And I mean, like, you know, uh, luckily, I mean, like, I don't think that was a that was not a blade job at all for his. Like, no, bleeding, I don't think so. Bleeding, lower, Cole's probably chin. was because he got like thrown into the steps and then was off camera for a while and then came up bleeding. But mm-hmm. and then another slight touch I really enjoyed if you go back to, I think it was the dynamite before uh, Revolution, maybe two before, but Red Dragon and Cole had like tied uh, Hangman's up, arms up with like belts on the ropes and they beat the shit out of him. Then Hangman took his belt off and tied uh, Cole's arm to the ropes, which I thought that was cool. I don't know any how many other people picked up on that being that callback, but I enjoyed it. And um yeah, I thought this was just a very enjoyable match. So I think we've kind of yes. said it all. And um, Hangman has moved past Adam Cole. And we likely think onward to CM Punk here. And so, yeah, this um, is where I think it gets more interesting than what, what it has been. Because I didn't, you, sure. I didn't think he was going to lose the title like this. But, like, now it's kind of getting in into the territory where, you know, like the matches, like kind of, you know, where people stand, you know, going into it is a little bit more interesting because Danielson didn't no have his first loss until Hangman, you know. Yep. So, um, so yeah, now, now I think we're waiting into more interesting territory. So we'll see if the booking uh, kind of becomes a bit more. Uh, yeah. And if he's going up against CM Punk, I would like to think that that's going to be a really, really hot feud because CM Punk can carry that on the mic. Like he can do his part on the mic as well. And you can have Hangman react. That's how it was with Danielson. Just didn't get enough time. You know, there wasn't enough opportunity, but like the Archer thing felt completely rushed and kind of out of nowhere. And like the Cole build to revolution was good, not great. And like similarly good, not great since then. I said it earlier, the matches have been incredible. Um, Like he's becoming one of the best wrestlers right in front of our eyes. Like he's getting so much, so much better. It's awesome to see, but yeah, Yeah. I would like to see him booked better and would think a CM Punk feud would be that, but how do we get there? When do we get there? We shall see. Maybe he, maybe since Punk's been kind of racking up, you know, he beat Penta, he's going to beat Dustin. Maybe he gets one more win. You know, I don't like who gives a fuck about rankings, but like maybe he can justify getting up the number one or I would love to see a good old fashioned number one contenders match. Those are always fun. Yeah. Gotta yeah, love yeah. Stakes. yeah. No. Yeah, definitely. I would like to see one of the like it like the least get a sense of like who's there in those yeah, spots. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Because I don't pay attention to the rankings because they're dumb. So I couldn't even tell you who's there right now. But yeah, uh, it's going to be exciting. Yes. So. Shall we go into the bunk belt battle number two? Uh, well, let me uh, buckle my belt buckle. Uh, yeah, do it. But no, it's I don't think I'm even wearing a belt right now. So, you know, oh, yeah, no, 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 which expresses my uh, not displeasure, but just kind of, you know. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so here's like my take on this. Number one, like this was in the D, this was back in Dallas, right? Correct. So, like, yes. you, you're going to have a show and you're going to have people come there. Like get ready, like get like like get the Ubers or, or walk there or get there however you get there. 
and hang out there for an hour and then leave. You know, like I'm I think guessing that, they were do they did dark matches before or after. I'm right. sure they had right, but 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 but, but still that, that seems very just kind of especially like how they built it up and also like the um graphics and stuff for it are very bland. Like it's very like you know how how dynamite kind of has the purplish colorful thing, rampage mm-hmm. has the more like red electricity thing, and this was just like black and white. Like this yeah, very like a little bit, little bit of green, but yeah, it is pretty plain. Yeah, yeah, like a very like bland, you know. Like I, I think like just in terms of presentation, this just doesn't have a lot, does not have a lot going for it right now. And yeah, and they, this is the second one they've done. It's on a Saturday night, you know. NBA playoffs were going on too, but yeah, they like these shows. They try to make them a big deal, but they, you know, this was three title matches even though one of them was the Ring of Honor title, but it was still – this one was at least all four belts. I think yeah. the last one, there was only, like, one match, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it just kind of fell a little flat. I agree, and let's just get right into it and because this is going to, I think, a lot of displeasure here. We begin with Sammy Guevara defeating Scorpio Sky in 12 minutes, 44 seconds to become a three-time TNT champion. And, and do you really want him, like, associated with it? Because now he's, like, the guy associated with this title, I feel like. Like him and yeah. Cody, you know. He ties much. Cody now for three wins. Um, I don't even really want to talk about this. <laughs> like, this is whatever. It yeah, was fine. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it it's totally cheapening this title, which is supposed to be their number two. Um, yes they've tried or they, they like to think of it as equal you know yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. And, and like now they've i feel like they've turned they're, they're like i know that they're knowingly turning sammy hill but they're making him like so unlikable yeah. to the point where i just really just like don't like we call that him. call that go away heat or away. x-pac heat yeah 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 it, it's it's like i don't know it's uh you it's know. been there for me for a while. And it, 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 it's a huge, but and he's going up against heels too. He's going up against. I know you know, he yeah, has yeah. made Dan Lambert a babyface. Yeah, yeah. Somehow. So like, and I, 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 I just think like you know, for for somebody as talented he is, this has just been a, a, a very unfortunate turn, um, you know, and uh, yeah, it just sucks, you know, and yeah. like partially is it his choice because like you know I don't think Tony Khan made him start dating Ty Conti. You know, but like, you know, like <laughs> I, I think like it's a it's you know, very it, strange. It's a strange situation. I yeah. want to say I feel bad for Scorpio Sky. Oh, yeah, because um, he because he, he deserves to have a good run and deserves. To yeah. And he's like had this whole winning streak that's now over. And granted, like two of the matches were on TV. It's like, yeah. I, what was the point of this? Of yeah, giving yeah. him the belt? You know, why did Sammy have to lose it and then win it right back? What yeah, well, does that do for Scorpio oh, Sky other than kind of diminish him a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like now, like Sammy's going to come like cut a promo next week and it's going to be like just horribly disgusting. annoying. Yeah, yeah it's going to yeah. be disgusting. Like, but like, at least like, he is seemingly a heel yeah, now. But like, like, yeah, like, you know, you're kind of like, rot, you know, you talk about the pillars. Like, like one of those pillars now has some rot. Yeah, and, and I think I see I see a hook rising from the bottom. I, I hope so. Like like there there are people that can be there, but yeah, like he's definitely kind of you know making himself just so extremely unlikable to the degree where it's like I I, I just hate I, I just really don't like seeing him. Yeah, I was I feel like I was on the forefront of this train because just when they started dating, I followed both on Instagram. I've talked. It was just so heinously disgusting and in your face, like. 
the whole marriage proposal on television thing aside, and then they deny it that they have a relationship. And then a week later they're in love and it's everywhere. And it was just like, God, I had to follow them immediately, unfollow them immediately. And yeah, I mean, I don't think the intention was to turn them heel, but it's like what they've been doing. Oh yeah. yeah, Possible not to. And now it feels like you said, it's almost feels a little too late. You know, like the damage has been done. That's like, fuck, they suck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, the yeah. point where I don't even want to see you on my TV, but at least we can now well, hate well, you. Well, 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 and just the precipitous, like the, like the, how sudden the fall was. How like, you Correct. know, remember when MGF came out and did his Pillars promo? Yep. You know, and like, you know, like and then Sammy was babyface, but like just how quick that, 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 that fall was. Like you just kind of have sort of a whiplash from it. It's a little unfortunate. Yeah. It's a shame. And Ty Conti is someone who I really enjoyed too. I think she's a great worker. Um, she's had some good matches. Hate her now. Yeah. <laughs> we want to see Paige Van Sant beat the shit out of her. When be she kind of came down and mounted her on the ramp and kind of got their scuffle in. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a shame. Uh, but big point here is you mentioned it in a text to me. I've been thinking it since Saturday is the booking of the TNT title since Miro lost it has uh, left a lot to be desired. Oh, outside of the Sammy Cody uh, ladder match. Like I think it's all, it's all just been very not great. Yeah. Well, they've had the two titles, the two belts, which is so stupid. I mean, I loved Dan Lambert wearing one of them. It's like, if you're going to have them both, at least that's fine. As yeah. opposed to Scorpio carrying both of them out, what meaningless? Like when Sammy was bringing them both out, like that was like step one of being a heel. It's like, why the hell are you doing this? You're a loser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I think like that, that's a real problem. You know, it's a it, yes. it's, it's it's a real problem. Especially like, you know, with all these people on the roster that we've been talking about, oh, like could give them and, something and, and, to do. And what are you doing with double or nothing? You know, like I think you do have an opportunity to like bring it, make it like legitimate. If you're really going to make this thing change hands, you know, like turn Sammy the fuck you and get like a good, you know, baby face to go up against them. You know, like, like you have a chance, like, like there is a pathway to recovery, but it is a problem. You got to like, you know. Fix I'll it. tell you what, I would not mind one bit seeing Miro come back to beat the shit out oh, of that, him. That claim, would be great. claim what's rightfully his. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty great. Um Miro's gotta be coming back sometime soon. And remember, he was cutting those pretty, pretty tight promos like after he lost the belt, like about his God and all this shit that they mm. were all entertaining. And uh yes. yeah, I mean, there's so Keith Lee, Swerve, Malachi, Pac. Penta, you know, there's a million people that could be mixed up in this. Um, yeah, I don't know where it's gonna go for double or nothing. I hope Sammy doesn't hold on to it for super long, but shit, I could see them kind of leaning into this heel run. And hey, it could work, you know, right. like it could, as we said, Sammy is very talented, especially in the ring, mm-hmm. not the best on promos, but if he is an asshole heel as he should be and as he looks like. You know, it could definitely work, but yeah, it's been been pretty rough going. And yeah, I'm with right. you. Like, don't even give a fuck about seeing them on my screen. Oh yeah, another gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see uh, what transpires. But yeah, like you said, at least it does seem like he's heel now. And with that disgusting yeah, well, well, kiss, that oh, disgusting yeah. kiss they had, 
Yeah, and, really and like, laying in, really sucking on the tongue. Yeah, and like they, you know, uh, like like there's a way to like fix this problem, but it is a problem. You gotta like, you know, you gotta like set this shit straight because right now it's fucked up. Yep. Yeah, and poor Scorpio Sky and. Where's Ethan Page been? I mean, yeah, I know he's been out there, but I want to see more of him. Actually, I haven't seen it yet, but Azar told me there was some, like, Ethan Page promo after this match on Twitter that was really good. And he got, like, busted open at some point in the post-match. Like, he was bleeding, I think, at some point. But anywho, Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, then there was a brief video package introducing – both Jonathan Gresham and Dalton Castle, which would have been nice to get a little more. Just because, you know, someone like you, you don't know who these guys are. I, I don't normal. give a shit because this was the highlight of the show. Like, like well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I, um, I, 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 I did some research, too. I did. I did okay. read about I did read about uh, Dalton Castle's uh, kind of character. Um, yeah. What did it say? Well, he was booked from. Let's uh, let, let, let you know, shall we do a deep dive? Yeah, some island, right? Yes, yes. Dalton Castle, um, real name Brett Geel. So he's a fellow Brett. He's 36. Oh, two T's. Um, yeah, Catalina Ina, Cat- Catalina Island. God. Yeah. In Ring of Honor and the open waters in Chikara. So, um, <laughs> and he's also had a lot of weird names Ashley Remington and Dalton Caroline Castle. Now, this guy's an interesting cat. He's a uh, hoot, but he it, it, lost. It, yeah. to jonathan gresham for the ring of honor world title in nine minutes 34 seconds sorry keep going i just oh yeah and, and then i and then you know like like just i thought he was a giant but then i realized whenever the commander aziz look alike you know you know what he is satnam singh yeah whenever he comes out like i'm like oh my god like jonathan well, the thing like is five, jonathan five, gresham yeah. is really short yeah, yeah and just yeah. but he's a unit like that guy is absolutely oh, yeah. jacked yeah. but yeah he's like five five uh-huh. yeah dalton castle pretty normal size um yeah i told you our buddy evan big fan of dalton castle yeah i, I, I like dalton castle what did you think fun. of the boys too the boys are oh uh, like well it reminded, it reminded me of a t-tit era macho man you know it did like okay, they had, like yeah. they had like the the you know like the you know the tassels, tassels and all that and, stuff like like their blue fans and yeah their yeah masks yeah and the kind of like irreverent crazy colors it was very t-tit era macho man uh which yeah. uh, you know warmed my heart a good bit when the boys they always kind of they act as like the step up for Dalton to get in the ring which is cool and then he does his like pre-match like peacock he's like a peacock type character yeah yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. and the boy I love during the match the part where like they were kind of he was like faking the gut wrench suplex and every time the boys would go what what with their like <laughs> arms and their yeah. fans and similarly when there was like the roll-ups you know where it's like five rolling pins in a row the boys yeah, are no, out was, there like waving their arms no this, and, uh, no, no this no this was really exciting you know i like the yeah, it was definitely, edition like it's some fun stuff yeah this was definitely the match of the night i thought yeah quick little breezy under 10 minute uh, but you got to see what both guys can do. I mean, it was definitely more of a Dalton Castle showcase, oh, yeah, I yeah. thought, yeah. than Gresham. But Gresham, legit, one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. He's awesome. The Octopus mm-hmm. came down with this sweet mask. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw he was officially signed by AEW. Really? That's good. To be part of Ring of Honor, you know, because obviously they're going to be all under the same banner. Yeah. I hope Dalton Castle gets signed, too, because – that's a guy I do want to see more on my. Yeah, television. I do too. Yeah, no, 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 no. He like that. That that's a lot of fun. Like I could see a lot of fun potential matches with him with some big cats in AEW. You know. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
kudos to the boys. Yeah, just a nice, nice match. And then afterwards, um, that's when we had uh, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Satnam Singh come out. And uh, he ended up lethal, distracted him and hit him with a lethal injection. And uh, Singh was like grabbed Gresham's head and was just like ramming him into the mat. <laughs> and then Lee Moriarty comes out. And I thought for a split second he was maybe going to join up with them because um, Jay Lethal and Moriarty had the match on the Ring of Honor show. Great match. And Jay kind of like turned his back on Moriarty, blow blowed him. I guess he was a mentor to him in the past. So, like, there was that storyline. And if you notice, Moriarty did, like, pause. He got in the ring and kind of, like, paused yeah, for hesitated, a second. You know. He was like, so yeah, like oh, that, shit. And, it was like, it was and like then he ran and face. tried to attack. And then he, he tried to hit Sting, and that just was doing nothing. And it was, yeah, no, it was like Sting was Sherlock Holmes, you know, at that yeah. point. You know, <laughs> And then poor Matt Seidel out there with his crutches. Oh, with his crutches, yeah. <laughs> tries to do something and Satnam Singh just fucking bonks it over his leg. Yeah. So like this was a much better use of the guy. And then Samoa Q Samoa Joe, he comes out with a lead pipe. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 like if you were in clue, you know? Uh, oh yeah. 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 He killed him with the ring, with in the ring with the lead pipe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So then we got Joe and Gresham holding up their belts together. And yeah, like, Gonna be intriguing uh, to see what happens here with Ring of Honor, and you know, yeah, I'm sure, sure like there will be more signings. Like they don't have any other shows planned. Uh, I guess this is a good time, as as good as ever, because we haven't mentioned it. That Tony Khan has yet another big announcement coming this Wednesday on Dynamite. Uh, could maybe be something Ring of Honor related. Could be streaming service related. But what seems to be the big rumor is from actually Super Jcast, the New Japan podcast I love, because sometimes they'll break news, is it seems that it's going to be, but who knows, a New Japan AEW joint show in Chicago yeah, it's, on, yeah, it's on June 23rd, which I might have to try and find my way up there if that, that actually like happens. Pretty, pretty lit. But, um, so, you know, we'll kind of just wait and see on that. No need to kind of get into it yet, but exciting. The announcement will be exciting. I want to learn more about Ring of Honor. Um, but yeah, cool, cool stuff. Yes. And yeah, would you, was this your favorite match on the show as oh, well? Oh, e easily, yeah. 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 Uh, well, let's just get to the main event, which, you know, it wasn't terrible, but no. it wasn't great. Nyla, or excuse me, Thunder Rosa defeats Nyla Rose in 14 minutes, four seconds. There was an unfortunate botch, like toward you know, in the last third of the match, where it was Nyla was on the top, and Thunder was on the ground, and I think she was supposed to like jump and hit her foot and like yeah. missed, and it just looked really bad and awkward. Yeah. And I thought the match was like pretty solid, like it's I thought right. it was yeah. pretty good until that like really kind of threw it off. Yeah. Um, but you know, they both worked hard. Uh, it was good, cool seeing Thunder Rosa as the fighting champ. And, you know, again, just like Nyla was fed to Brit for her first title defense, she wasn't Glass like Joe. I, what's that? Glass Joe. Yeah. yeah she <laughs> is right. Glass I kind of feel a little bad for her in the sense that, like, oh, well, she's a former champion, right? Yes. Yeah, she was yeah, the yeah, second yeah. champ. Like, she's had some good, she had a great match against Sheeta, a good one against Riho. Like, She's solid, but yeah, like the storylines have not done her any favors lately, and it's like she's just been the first challenger and then kind of written off. I thought you know I, I thought know the ending kinda... was weird too. You know, like it was it had a very kind of like uh, 
kind of ending. Yeah, it was like an yeah. abrupt, like, was it like a roll-up? Yeah, it was a roll-up, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like a Death Valley, you know, like some classic Thunder Rosa ending, you know. Yeah. Uh, I did think there was a cool move where, like, she was, Thunder Rosa was going for, like, a Hurricane Rana, and Nyla caught her, lifted her up, and was going to powerbomb her, and ended up, uh, Thunder Rosa reversed it into Canadian Destroyer, Code Red, as they called it, but I just thought that looked really good. Uh, but yeah, the botch was unfortunate. Um, kind of knowing who was going to win, you know, that doesn't help. But, uh, yeah. you know, happy. Like we said earlier, Thunder Rosa's similarly been booked like shit since she won the title. So let's get past this and get the woman a real story, damn it. It's like all all the good women's stories have been far from the title picture recently. Yeah. Like Sheeta and Serena Deeb. And I mean, this is just budding, but Jamie Hayter and uh, Tony Storm, it's like they've, mm. like I said, they've told some good stories, but it's. Or Jade, like, I guess they're like just charging. Yeah, her Jade, up. Jade's been good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I, she's just been charging up forever, you know? Like, I, yeah, yeah, I think the, the addition of the second women's belt ultimately was not a good idea because it's just convoluted the booking so much. Mm. Um, but yeah, happy for Thunder Rosa. Let's get her. Not, I don't want to say a real opponent because Nyla is a good opponent, but let's get her a real fucking story. Yeah, I don't yeah. know who it's going to be. Maybe it's, you know, Statlander's kind of got this new character. And unfortunately, legit Layla got hurt, but I'm happy that that story ended because that was going nowhere. Um, so maybe a heel Statlander. Um, yeah. I don't know. But uh, let's get some real stories here. Yeah. And again, like the TBS tournament. That kind of distracted from the women's title. Now you've got this Owen Hup, Owen Hup, <laughs> Owen Hart Cup tournament distracting from the win. So again, it's like there's all this shit going on, but it can't connect. I guess right. this is how. how yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. It seems all very like dispersed. Yeah. yeah. And it's like taking the focus away from the women's division as a whole. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, yeah, a mixed solidly mixed bag of programming this week i think mostly mostly pretty good but yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah mostly good like definitely on the plus side of 50 percent. you know yeah 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 um anything else uh to add here i know uh you know there's not really any major maybe we do do like a an all not all but we do a few if you recalls or something coming up here i don't like, know like, got... like an episode that's titled if you recall yeah or something <laughs> not <laughs> not total recall if you yeah, total recall if you, if you total recall yeah no, it's uh, already been used. But yeah we've been we've been doing a good job of mixing it up lately so, to the point where it's like these soul aew recaps are obviously great but it's like we've been doing so much different yeah. shit well, we kind of keep keep mixing it up yeah, let's let's mix it up. Let's stir up the pot. Stir it up and make a nice beef stew. Mm, yes. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of beef stew, what happened to Stu Grayson? <laughs> really, the Dark Order as a whole. Yeah, we haven't um, seen a ton of. Have they been relegated to like dark and being the elite and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. What did we see? Somewhat there was something recently but yeah you know they've as as we said it's a byproduct of the stuffed roster yeah i yeah. haven't seen a ton of dark order lately yeah it's a shame yep <laughs> happy passover <laughs> <laughs>